0: Hey there, this is BCC episode nine, titled Your Business Can Only Have One Goal. I took some time off this week for the kids fall break and we made our way down to Bryce Canyon. I highly recommend it if you get the chance to visit. One of the best changes I made in the last week was removing Instagram and Facebook from my phone. I've done this a number of times, Uh, I don't know why I put them back on, because they're a waste of time. Uh, Over the last little while, they've become huge time sucks in the last few months, and I really wanted some of that time back. So, willpower wasn't enough, so I whipped out the old delete button and finally took care of those distractions. That wasted time was replaced with something I've been saying I want to do more of, but my actions weren't yet supporting reading more. This week, I read a book recommended by Sean Twing from Tiny Little Businesses called The Goal by Eli Goldratt. The Goal is a fictional story. I didn't really know what I was getting into, but boy, am I glad I had the newly found free time to read it this week. What follows are some of my favorite ideas and principles of the book and how you can apply them to your creative business. In the book, a fictional... a fictional company is up against the wall and has three months to save the plant from being shut down. Hundreds of workers, a multi-million dollar company, all gone if they can't turn things around. The plant manager runs into his old physics professor who starts asking him about the business and starts to ask questions that reveal he knows a lot about business and organizations. The professor lands this one on the plant manager. Your problem is you don't know what the goal is. And, by the way, there is only one goal, no matter what the company. Now, this was a bit of an eye-opener. It makes sense now that I read it back, having the context of the whole book now. But when I read it, it hit hard. It's surprisingly easy for us creatives to have many goals within our business. Create amazing work, reach lots of people, make a good living. But the truth of the matter is that we can only ever have one goal. The one outcome that we're looking for. The trick, however, is to have that goal be multifaceted. For example, in the book, the fictional company Unico decides this This is the goal to make money by increasing net profit while simultaneously increasing return on investment and simultaneously increasing cash flow. That word buy is helping them a ton. The goal is to make money but they get there by increasing net profit, increasing return on investment, and by increasing cash flow. The fictional guru or professor who's helping the company through all of this helps them get even more specific by focusing on three measurements, throughput or sales, inventory, and operational expenses, which is the money the business spends in order to turn inventory into throughput or sales. I know that's a lot of jargon, but I realized I had the same problem with my business. I had too many goals and not enough clarity. So what I needed to do was focus on the one outcome that mattered most, that all the other efforts could be measured against. Knowing that would allow me to to be not only more productive, but more certain that I would reach the outcomes I was truly after. What did I come up with? The goal of Craftsman Creative is to help as many creatives as possible to start, fix and grow their businesses. Everything else is measured against that. Does my marketing help reach that goal? Does the content I'm creating, the courses, the newsletters, the videos, and the podcasts help reach that goal? Notice that I didn't have any mention of money in that goal. That isn't the purpose of this business. My belief is that the money will come the more people I'm able to truly help. And if there isn't any money coming in, then that's a sign I'm not doing a good enough job helping people in a valuable and tangible way. So there's one other takeaway. I want to shine a light on from the book. You have to learn how to run your plant by its constraints. Now, again, we're talking about a fictional manufacturing plant, but you could apply this to your business. You have to learn how to run your business by its constraints. In the book, the author introduces the theory of constraints, that your business can only operate as well as the weakest link or bottleneck, is able to keep up with the demand on it. In the example in the book, the plant had two machines that had more demand on them than they were able to keep up with. That was causing all sorts of problems, and because of these problems, the business was on the verge of being shut down. Instead though, by identifying the bottlenecks or the constraints in the organization, The plant manager was not only able to save the plant, but turn it into the most profitable in the entire company. So step one there is to identify the core problem or constraint in your business. And then step two is to adjust the rest of the system around it. For example, if the constraint is the fact that you cannot create enough work because there are only so many hours in the day, then you need to adjust your business accordingly. If you're making enough money, then you could hire some other people to help you create more work. But if you're not making enough money to do that, then you probably need to increase your prices or figure out a system that makes you a little bit more effective, efficient, productive in the way that you do your work. You can quickly see that by identifying the weak links in the business, everything else becomes that much clearer. One other example, what if you sell digital products that don't require any extra time or effort to sell once they're created? If you aren't making enough money, then your issue isn't with inventory or the time it takes to build something. It's with getting enough traffic and awareness to the company so that you can sell enough product to make the money you need to support your lifestyle. The constraint in this business is awareness. Focus your effort there and everything else will start working better. So these two concepts, out of many in the book, were well worth the trade-off of doom-scrolling social media for a few hours of reading every day. Here are the two again. What's the one goal for your business? Remember, you can only have one. And second, how can you identify the biggest constraint and then adjust your business around it to see the biggest results in the shortest amount of time? I had to laugh at the end of this week's uh, episode because over the summer, my brother and I, we built the tool to help you do just that, to identify the weak links or constraints in your business. So you can go check that out at the link in the show notes or the link below, or go to benchmark.app. That's bnchmr App. benchmark with no vowels. Thanks for watching, for listening, for participating, for engaging in this, and for giving me your time and attention. We'll see you next week.